In this week's episode, Josh and I will share our experience at Disney in light of COVID-19. So grab your cup of coffee and join us around the table for the one about Disney and COVID. What is up? Welcome to Coffee and Convos. I'm your host, Josh, and I am joined, as always, by my beautiful, my lovely, my sexy, gorgeous, stunning, amazing (laughs) wife, Becca. Hi. Becca, how are you? I'm good. It's been a really good week this past week. It's been kind of fast, sort of. It has, right? It feels like this, I mean, it's already over. Yeah, it's already, yeah, almost over, so. That was a quick week. Some weeks, (laughs) like, drag by. Yeah. And then, Yeah. It was weird. I think I feel like when you are anticipating something, like last week was our Disney trip. So like there's this anticipation and I felt like it just dragged <laughs> and dragged. Yeah. And dragged. And now it's like we don't have anything going on this weekend. Kind it's of, like yeah. boom, the week's over. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um welcome for all of our new listeners or maybe you have been with us and you are an OG listener. Um welcome. We're so excited you are joining us um on today's episode. If you are new to this channel, um we are a newer channel and so we would love your support. Leave us a comment, a like, a rating, give us a follow if you are a Spotify listener. And uh, thank you so much for listening. You are amazing. You know, every week I get to see kind of the statistics of where our podcast is at, and it blows me away. We are over 3,000 listeners. Wow. Which is crazy. I'm just like, how? I I don't know how. It's God, and uh, apparently people like listening to these conversations. (laughs) So thank you, though, so much. Truly, it means the world to us. And uh, we're just so honored uh, to have you as a listener and uh, we have a, a Patreon that we set up, um, and it's amazing. Uh, Patreon is a great way to support the arts and just um, what, you know, maybe you have like a favorite artist or you have a favorite vlogger. Well, podcasting is an art form. And so uh, we would love for you to consider going over to our Patreon page. It is, uh, the link is in the show notes. So if you click the little notes, the little bio, you can click that link there. And um, you'll be able to see all the different tiers um, with that. Each tier has like a special giveaway attached to it. So that's really cool. And um, yeah, go, go check it out. Give us some, some support, whatever it is. If it's a dollar, if it's $20, whatever, that helps to further fund this show to go and reach more people. And so uh, we're really excited. Tonight, we have two new coffees. Yeah. That we want to talk about. <clears throat> so the first is called Almond Love. And it is from Lucky Goat, who is a Tallahassee-based coffee roaster. Um, we actually had the chance to go to Lucky Goat. We visited Tallahassee. And uh, it's a really great coffee roaster. Great coffee shop. The vibes are really cool. Um, I would say it's so it's better than Starbucks. But it's not quite as good as like symmetry or yeah. another craft shop. Like because most of their coffee, it's not like it's burned and oily, but it's not exactly roasted completely like the way it should be. If that makes sense for my coffee listeners, you know what I mean. 
for my on-coffee listeners, you're like, what is he talking about right now? Um, honestly, it, it, I was pretty shocked, though. This is a good one. Um, the flavors are coconut, chocolate, and almond. Definitely the almond comes through. So it's not like, um, you know, like how some coffees are like pumpkin spice flavored or whatever. Even though this is more almond-central, you definitely still can pick up other notes as well. And then the other coffee, uh, which I really, really love, definitely would like to get more from this company, is uh, Cuvée Coffee. And um, they are based in Austin, Texas. And so we're drinking one called Emporium. So it's a medium house blend, um, balanced notes, more uh, kind of on the citrus. It's more of a brighter, medium-style um, roast. And uh, I really like it. I've tried it in a pour-over. I did it in a flash brew. Um, so definitely go check out those roasters. We will also, in the show notes, link both those um, those coffee roasters. So if you're interested and you're like, we would love to know what these roasters are, who they are, definitely go check them out. Um, the, the info will be in there. So uh, we're excited. Today's episode is going to be a special one because we are going to talk about what it's like to be at and to go to Disney right now in the middle of a pandemic, right? For the longest time, for like four and a half months, Disney was closed, which just is unprecedented, truly is unprecedented. Like there has not been a time in history where a major theme park like Disney has been closed for that length of time. I think when even 9-11 happened, I'm pretty sure they were only closed for like maybe three days tops. And so for four months, they've been closed. And the parks have officially been open now, I I believe, for uh, just about a month, maybe a month and a half, uh, with some of the resorts open as well. And so uh, really, really excited um, to talk about today's kind of topic because we got to experience Disney at the resort. Um, which we talked briefly about um, at Wilderness Lodge, which was a really cool stay. And then this past weekend, we got to experience one of the parks, so Epcot. And uh, a couple weeks from now, we'll be at the Magic Kingdom, so we'll experience that. And it was a very, very different experience. Um, I was truly... It was it was a very like humbling experience because like man I really miss being there, um, I miss being at Disney. You know I miss that that feel. Wouldn't you say the same? Yeah, no, absolutely. Like it, there's just like that feeling of gratitude. Like oh I'm I'm back in the park, but clearly parking was a nightmare. At least trying to get in. And it's really funny because they even do social distancing parking. Yeah. So there's spaces in between every row of cars, um, which is just funny. I don't know. It's just weird. Like, it's like, oh, okay. I mean, it was kind of nice because, like, there's no one parked next to you or on your side. So you can get out <clears throat> without any time, hassle. Yeah. yeah. But it was just – it was different. And then going up to the gate, you know, uh, Advent Health is there doing the temperature uh, screenings, which – was really easy. Yeah. I mean, we blew except they have that. like other tents, which are strange. <laughs> we were wondering what they do in there. And I think it's because <laughs> as we were passing, and I thought about this later. I think there was like a mini air conditioner in there. I think they try to cool people off to mm-hmm. see if maybe they were just very hot from the sun, mm-hmm. or if they really are running a fever. 
and then the security checkpoints, you basically have to wear um, all of your like stuff. So your backpack, um, all your belongings, and you go right through the metal detector. It's really easy. <clears throat> and I'm pretty sure like if you get dinged or whatever, like they'll pull you aside and then they'll check stuff. Mm-hmm. But it definitely was different than before. Normally you have to take everything out of your backpack. They have to search through it. I preferred it. it the way it was actually. Yeah, I thought it was great. Disney, continue doing that for sure. Um, once we got into the park, the entrance part was kind of like a ghost town. Mm-hmm. really wasn't anyone mm-hmm. around. And then we got to like the Spaceship Earth area. And because Epcot's under massive construction right now, the whole center of the park is like gutted. So they basically take you around like either like to... There's like all these different paths almost. Yeah. It's like yeah, you can either go to like Living with the Land sign... Mm-hmm. Um, with like Nemo and friends, or you can go to the test track side. Mm-hmm. So we decided to go to the test track side because we wanted to go to Mouse Gear, which is like, you know, Mouse Gear clearly got tore down. So they're it's like a temp- like a temporary location or whatever. Um, and it was like it. I think the the gift shop was fine. I mean, yeah, it wasn't overly crowded. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't overly crowded. And then you know we went from there and. Really, we didn't we didn't do a whole lot of rides, yeah. Um, just because I don't really I don't know. We just sometimes we just enjoy yeah. being there. We don't like feel like we have to do a bunch of rides. We did two with Jude, um, and we had a great time. And we just tried different foods and found different like places and um, to try. And you know, with me being gluten free, it can be difficult to like find food. Yeah. Um, sometimes <laughs> and. Um, but there's like this, uh, there's like this building and it's almost off like the beaten path. Like yeah. if you don't know to go there, like you would totally miss it. But it's like this massive room where they have like four, I think of like this different setups. And so yeah. they like, some of it is like desserts. It's the, one of the tables is the, that the apple like cider, yeah. the whole like thing that they used to do, but it ha- they have like a, a sort of a booth for that. Um, I think they had like a mac and cheese and something yep. booth, and then they had best your, of the fest. The, yeah, yeah, the your the popsicle or not popsicle yep. that cake, cake pop, pop. <laughs> that is dipped in liquid nitrogen. Yeah, yeah. so it looks like really a popsicle. Cool. Um, so that's fun. We love, love, love the apple slushies yeah. that, that the Disney apple pie does. Slush. Oh mm. my gosh. Delicious. And so like if anyone has like a gluten issue, I get it without like the pie crust in it. Um, and then there's like pie filling at the bottom of it, which you would totally think is like weird to have in your slushie, but it is unreal. It's like, yeah, it's like your drink. It's not like some people will drink like a slushie because of like maybe it's refreshing. I mean, it is refreshing. It's refreshing like the apple super ref- yeah. refreshing, but it very it's more filling. Yeah, it is super. Like it complements really, really well, yeah. and totally feels like such a delicious dessert. Um, and so yeah, and the apple pie filling is like insanely good. Yeah. Um, so we got that. Josh tried the cake pop, and you liked it, right? Yeah. Yeah, you thought it was pretty good, and it's definitely super cool looking with, you know, the... Yeah, it's like smoky. Smoky, yeah, coming off of it. Um, And then we traveled around. Gosh, one of the best things we had, though, we stopped in, I think it was Brazil, right? They had... um, I think that was like crispy pork and... Pork belly, yeah. Pork belly, yeah, and this cheese bread. Oh. 
Oh my god. Brazilian cheese bread. We were introduced to the most amazing thing in the world. So it Delicious. literally looks like it's a roll. It looks like a bread roll, but it's literally cheese. So yeah. like the outside they like crusted to look perfectly like bread. And the inside is just gooey cheese. Like yeah. it's amazing. So we had that, we shared that, and we just tried a couple different things. Yeah. I got I tried a margarita finally. Yeah. And that was awesome. Um, and then you tried a special drink in Hawaii. Yep. Um, and the you Lani loved that. The Sunrise. Yeah. So good. And then we went, what's the ride called that we went in the Mexican pavilion? It is the Three Mexico. Cabrieros. Yeah. So that yeah. was fun. I don't think I've ever actually been on that. And I know you have It's like a either. flume ride. Yeah. So yeah. it's like a, it's a, like a really adorable quick ride. Um, we took Jude on it and <laughs> you he seemed to it. like it. Yeah. Um, plus it was nice just to get. And some AC. Um, that's it was one of the burning hot. Oh my gosh! I think when we looked at like how hot it was when we got back in the car, it was like a hundred and eight degrees outside. So, and this masks. brings me to the point because Disney right now requires you to wear a mask unless you're stationary eating or drinking. So mm-hmm. you can't even drink and walk and walk. Um, and if you're at like a sit down restaurant, you know, once you get sit. Uh, seated at your table you can take the mask off any other time including rides Mm -hmm. mask has to be on you the whole time Mm -hmm. and to me this is where it's it the magic Magic. began to lose some of its flair Mm -hmm. because it's just miserable yeah you don't get the smells um that you would like when you go into certain areas because you have a mask on Mm -hmm. um Every ride, like, well, the rides at least we went on had like that plexiglass. Mm-hmm. So that was just weird. It felt like yeah, very like self contained. Yeah. It was odd. It was, it was definitely <clears throat> a little bit strange. And, um, and rides are like, they suck with a mask on. Oh, like, it's horrible. so like not fun no. <laughs> with a mask. Yeah. And I know it might sound silly. And we're not against masks. Um, we don't have a problem like following where are their rules, but we're not like everyone in the whole world should wear a mask 24 right. 7. So I think we find like a really good balance in that. Um, but masks at Disney in the heat is totally miserable. Yeah. Like we tried so hard to like laugh things off and like make it the best that we could. But yeah. It's so hard to breathe in that kind of heat. Um, so it just so that part definitely took away and it just kind of like what you hinted at like the smells and that might sound silly but Josh and I we always pay attention to like the smells of different places because yeah. like smells trigger memories yep. and obviously Disney knows that and so Disney like pumps specific like smells into different areas so that different places and different it brings out different emotions, different yep. memory, like all those different things. <clears throat> and so to not be able to really smell stuff, yeah. it totally did take away from the experience. Well, in another part right now, um, which I believe at the recording of this podcast, this has now changed, which is cool. But when we went, this wasn't the case. Um, when we went, so all the like musicians and mm. actors and entertainers were like in a legal battle with Disney because of safety protocols Mm -hmm. for them to come into the parks. So there's no shows. There's no nighttime fireworks. Um, They're in 
Epcot specifically, all the world showcased the countries. This is just that. This was the weird part. Mm-hmm. Most of the countries were partially open, mm-hmm. so a lot of stuff was like closed. Mm-hmm. And then the people who work from other countries, Disney furloughed them and sent them back home. Yeah. We don't have so there's like Americans working. Like, what was the story we went into? It was, um, I think it was Japan. We saw a couple like Japanese workers, mm-hmm. but then there was like Americans working. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is so strange. Mm-hmm. And then strange. like France, for example, everything is closed besides Lascelles, um, which was only partially open. Mm-hmm. And then the ice cream shop, which only one lady was working. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it was like it's really abandoned feeling. feeling. Yeah. Like it, you can just, and this was the same exact feeling at the resorts. In fact, the cast member told us, she said, right now our resorts are running bare bones. Like yeah. bare minimum staff because, number one, they don't have enough people probably to staying. Um, even at the parks, like... There was certain parts of Epcot, which this is always the case. I always find it funny. This is the part of Epcot that's always the busiest. Mexico to Norway. Yeah. Which makes sense. Mexico, there's a lot of alcohol. There's a lot of drinking. It's a fun area. And then Norway clearly has frozen. Mm-hmm. So um, that part of it was crowded. But I remember we were walking at one point and there was no one. Yeah. It was like. Where is people? Mm-hmm. Like it was nice. We weren't complaining. Like no, no, no. trust super, me, Disney was nice. like bare minimum people is nice, but it was just a very odd experience. And then a little bit about the our resort stay. You know, the thing that was like it was so great to be there, and it was a, such an amazing stay. But yet again, I just feel like wearing a mask in all the common areas. There were certain parts of the resort that weren't open. Yeah. Um, luckily, by the pool, we were able to take our mask off and kind of enjoy it there. And then, you know, when we're in a room, clearly. But it just – Disney right now is a unique experience. And I think it, unless you're like a diehard Disney fan like we are – you're not it's not worth going or like if you're not an annual pass holder right like if you were like oh i really want to go like do disney and um it's my first time or i've only been like one other time before yeah like no time like now yeah, is I not mean, the time f- to the go. fireworks spectaculars in the parks is literally a main to me it's that's like one of the main things you go for yeah so to not even have that yeah. And then the the and shows, which I think goes. Hollywood Studios is the only place right now that has a a show going on. And it's like some Disney band. I don't even know what it is. But it's not like your normal shows that go on in the park. So it's a very different experience. Mm-hmm. Um, we felt safe. Mm-hmm. I will say that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cast members wiping down stuff constantly. There was hand sanitizers sporadically around. Hand washing stations. Yeah, I felt totally fine. Every person was following, wearing the mask. Mm-hmm. I didn't see a single person yeah. taking their mask off, so I felt safe that way. So I do, I will give Disney props. You, They have created a really safe park, but it's. I feel like at what cost to the magic. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like... Which I get right now that I mean, it is what it is. For a theme park of their size, they have to do this. But it's like, man, it, it takes away from that Disney we all know. Like, even the monorail. We we used This was like one of our favorite things to do. We would go to Epcot and we would hop on the monorail, head over to Magic Kingdom, resort hop. Mm-hmm. Can't do that. There's mm-hmm. no monorail right now running from Epcot to Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And there's no more resort hopping. Unless you have a scheduled 
reservation at one of the restaurants in the resort, mm-hmm. that's the only way you're getting in. So it's just a very – it's a different experience. Um, I think – I saw something today. So yet again, at the time of recording, I don't know. This could change at any point. But Disney clearly is probably pretty desperate for guests right now. They're doing like a $49, which I've never seen this long, wow. a day, four-day ticket. So $49 a day for four days, wow. which I don't even know what that comes out to. But it's pretty low comparatively um, to what it – I mean, $49 a day to get into Disney, that's crazy. But I will say this is another thing which kind of has me upset because we're pass holders. And this is a perk. There's no park hopping. Mm-hmm. So – when you make your park reservation, which I found out last week, you can only make two at a time, which is really annoying. And once they're gone, they're gone. Mm-hmm. So, like, right, let's say uh, tomorrow, Saturday, we want to go to Disney. There's not, if I went on there right now, Friday night, um, there would not be any park reservations. Like, it's almost like you have to make them months in advance. So, that so spontaneous. Wonder, do they shut down, like, your... Because I'm just trying to think even now, like, if we were to go there, like, how would they know that we didn't reserve? Like, would our band just not activate? Yeah. Got yeah. it. So when you got to, um, to like, scan your magic band at the front gate, it would just go blue. Mm. And they'd say, you don't have a reservation. Yeah. That does totally stink, though. Yeah. I mean, for pass holders, we're paying for... And we don't get it, like, we're not getting a discount on our pass, so that right. kind of blows. Them. Yeah, they gave us, like, merchandise. But, it, yet again, it's like Disney. We know your strategy, which <laughs> I know at the end of the day, they're trying to make money. I believe their financial report came out during COVID. They had lost $2 billion and just in the parks. Yeah. That wasn't media, movies, any of that. So they've taken a major blow. It's definitely a different experience. I would say, though, if you're a diehard Disney person, go. Go experience it. Um, don't don't wait. You know, I had friends ask me like, w- you know, was it safe? Should I go right now? And I'm just like, yeah, go. Like it is it's safe, but do what you feel you need to do. Yeah. If you feel, or if you're terrified, you, you know, if 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 you have an, if you're super nervous about catching COVID, I mean, you got to do it. You got to do like yeah. you're assuming like you're taking responsibility for yourself if right. you choose to go to the park um, and you can't police other people or be upset about everything. Like yeah. when you go somewhere like you have to take your your choice is to go. Then you need to be mindful of the people around you and you need to do your part. Um, yeah, don't police other people gosh, like at the parks or nothing worse. Like, don't don't tell someone to pull their mask. Like, let let Disney cast members do that. They they do a, like a great job at that. So don't be like that person. No, no one, one likes, likes that, that person. person. <laughs> and you probably wouldn't like that if it was done to you. Nope. So stay in your lane if you're choosing <laughs> to go. You know, and I think that's for anything. Like, if you're gonna go to the store, if you're gonna go to a hotel. You know, you're assuming responsibility for understanding that there is a potential shot that you could catch COVID-19. Sure. Then that is your responsibility you and you alone. So you do your part and stay If we mind. really want it, like for the people who are like, I'm just going to stay at home. That's fine. That's, That's fine. your decision. But you, you could even catch COVID from the mail. So it's That's like, so just like... So, at you the end of the day, live just your live your life. life. Yeah. yeah. Live your life. Do what you think is the you know most responsible, what you think um, is the best call for you. And for Josh and I, 
Um, you know, as long as we've done what we need to do to stay healthy and stay safe, then that's what we're going to do. And yeah. we assume responsibility for what we choose to do. Yeah. So I would just say at the end of the day, Disney right now, definitely a different experience. Great, yeah. um, you know, COVID has definitely changed a lot there, but it is still fun. It was magical. We felt relaxed fun, yeah. and we had a great time at the we parks. Did. Um, so we'll see how Magic Kingdom will be. I'm really excited because there's certain rides that we can never get fast passes for. Another thing, there's no fast passes. Yeah. So you just got to wait in line like normal. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not typically too bad. No. I, I mean, the we max did, we saw was like which, 45, which, which was is frozen. Nothing for yeah. frozen. Yeah. Normally that's like an hour easily. If, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the lines are six feet apart. So they have little like bars to stand on. Um, so yet again, there's a lot of safety protocols, things that they've placed um, there for your protection and their protection. Um, so yeah, it was a great, great time. So we hope tonight's episode uh, was awesome for you, gave you maybe some insight into what's <laughs> going on at the parks if you are a Disney lover. And we can't wait to be with you next Friday. We love y'all. See you then. See you.